This episode is brought to you by Vital Farms. Isn't it bullshit to have to question where your food comes from? At Vital Farms, you can trace your pasture-raised eggs all the way back to the source, the pasture. On the side of each pasture-raised carton of eggs, you'll find the name of the farm where your eggs were laid. And when you look the farm up on their website, you'll get a peek at all the sunshine, fresh air, and open space the hens enjoy. Learn more and find out where to buy them at vitalfarms.com. Vital Farms, keeping it bullshit-free. Between the kids being home and hosting, everything in our house gets used up in summer. With Instacart, I can save money by stocking up on all my favorite summer brands. I save time by getting everything delivered in as fast as an hour. And I save myself a sink full of dirty dishes by stocking up on paper plates for the annual summer cookout. Save more on summer essentials? Spend more time enjoying summer. Add summer to cart. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. LinkedIn presents. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast, where your source for personal, professional, and organizational growth and development, where we share original research, explore industry trends, and interview executives and thought leaders from across the globe. We hope you join us often for practitioner-oriented content around all things related to leadership, HR, talent management, organizational development, and change management. Maximize your personal and organizational potential with Human Capital Innovations Podcast. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page, and please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. In this HCI podcast episode, I talk with James Brogan about building team experience in your organization. James Brogan, welcome to the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. John, thanks a million for, your, for the opportunity to chat to you today. Yeah, it is a pleasure to be with you. You're joining us from sunny New York. I'm south of Salt Lake City in Utah. And today we're going to be talking about building team experience in your organization. As we get started, I wanted to share James's brief bio with everybody. Uh, James Brogan is CEO and co-founder of Pep Talk. Pep Talk is a team experience platform that enables teams to engage and perform at their best. So the topic for today is really a great fit for everything you're trying to do there at Pep Talk. Uh, and I'm thrilled to learn more about your organization and what you do and the tools and um, resources that you provide organizations to help them improve their team experiences. Before we dive on into the conversation, is there anything else you would like to highlight about your own background or personal context before we just dive on in? Yeah, no, listen, as I say, John, I'm really, really excited about talking about Pep Talk, about the, the team experience platform we've built. And I guess we can we can touch on my, my own experiences as well in terms of um, being part of high-performing cultures in a sporting context. And I suppose the the inspiration that we've taken from 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 sport and, and and we're bringing now into our software into the business it's something i'm really passionate about and there's certain principles that we've 
I suppose, taken from that world that we're, we've brought into pep talk. And I think it's it's really, really relevant for, for every organization out there right now, you know, as we as we navigate the new world of work. Um, so, yeah, delighted to, to kind of get stuck in. All right. Well, as we get going, why don't you start by just providing a little bit more of an overview? I gave it the littlest, tiniest of snippets, um, but tell us more about what pep talk does uh, and what you mean by team experience and why that's important to pay attention to. Yeah, no, totally. And I, I suppose I think the, the best way of looking at it is, is one of the one of the biggest challenges organizations are facing right now, John, and I think um, it's across the board is connecting people to the culture of the organization um, making them feel part of the organization. Um, whether you're hybrid, whether you've just come out of, um, you know, uh, the, the pandemic and the whole uh, the dynamic between the employer and the employee and maybe my value set and the employer's value set are sort of changing. So there's a number of different dynamics at play um, that are ultimately challenging organizations in terms of what is the experience like for 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 my for my, for the for the individual and in particular what is the the experience like within the team and within pep talk i guess what we've quickly realized and we've been around for a number of years and we've been iterating and evolving our product really you know what matters most to people is that sense of connection and emotional proximity and, and emotional proximity when i talk about that that's really just this idea of feeling seen so whether i'm coming to you know i'm in an office whether i'm virtual the idea that my my manager in the organization cares about me and i'm gonna gonna you know cares about my experience at work so i think what what team experience is about it's about acknowledging that really what matters to me in terms of my my working experience is hugely um impacted by the team that i work with because that's that sense of belonging and trust and, and, and camaraderie but also then the important role that a manager plays within that and, and really what the pepsoft product is about it's about creating and enabling positive habits rituals and behaviors to take place within that team on a monthly basis to, to really proactively um, encourage the organization to acknowledge the importance of, of this, not, not, not just for the, for, for, because it's a good thing to do, because it's, it's essential for high performance. And, and really, if you think about it, trust, trusting your colleagues and knowing your colleagues on a human level, that's the fuel that drives performance. And you only need to look at, at sport in particular to see the importance that they place on that sense of connection and camaraderie that happens within within a dressing room or a changing room. And, and you know, to, to close out on that kind of sporting piece, there's probably three key principles that I think are really important right now that, that we've taken from sport and brought into the pep talk offering. The first is that, Great teams don't happen by accident. John, you've probably mm -hmm. been part of some teams in your own career. And there's always, firstly, you tend to see people, they, they, they smile when you, when you mention it because it's a feeling. It's a feeling of, yeah, that was a good time in my career. But there tended to be things that that team did that made it a great team. It didn't just sort of happen. And I think that that's the first point. So if you acknowledge that great teams don't happen by accident, it's the onus is on the business and the manager to think about what are we doing every week, every month to proactively encourage positive behaviors to happen. And, and I think the second piece is then around this idea of, you know, we, we need to, 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 to acknowledge that individual performance is great, but 
two plus two equal, you know, the team, the t- you know, this idea of we, we talk a lot about team experience and that idea of team ethic. You know, if we can all contribute a little bit more for our colleagues, that little bit, that one percent, you know, that idea of committing more because I like the person beside me and I'm happy to commit a little bit more to that project or to that goal. That's very, very powerful and, and much more powerful than any individual contributor can make. And I think that's the last piece is around we're only a team is only as strong as its weakest link. You know, that a team, we need to acknowledge that we're all different. We're all different. We all have different personalities. So how do we begin to understand each other? And then by understanding each other, then we begin to spot maybe challenges people are having with workload or burn or, or, or tensions that there may be within the team itself that we just need to have a conversation about. So only when the team can kind of be united ultimately and, and working towards that common goal I think that's when the magic happens. And, and that's the, the area we, we play in, Tom, or John, and that's the, the really exciting kind of, I think the next generation of software tools in our space are, 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 are as much about creating opportunities for this, for connection and trust and camaraderie to be built um, in addition to anything we might do from a productivity perspective. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Um, there's a lot there that you just shared that I think there's a lot to unpack, unpack. yeah, <laughs> and dig into. But maybe I'll frame it this way: um, there's a lot of talk, a lot of jargon around employee experience. People talk about employee experience all the time. Um, I hear yeah. less dialogue specifically around team experience. Now, some of this could relate back to the sports type of teams. Uh, I I have been in sports teams. I've also, you know, I, I perform. I, I I'm a musician. I've been parts of ensembles right. and, yeah, and yeah. groups and groups that perform. And I, I see many of those same attributes. I've also been part of high performing teams in the workplace, you know, where we're just working on really cool stuff and there's a lot of energy around it. And, you know, I, I think people have seen examples of these and different types of team experiences. Maybe you could articulate a little bit more for us from your perspective and from the pep talk perspective, you know, what's the, that difference between Uh, and perhaps the relationship between um, employee experience and team experience. Yeah, no, and and, and it's a great question. I I think, you know, in real simple terms, John, like the employee experience for us has has primarily – been focused on the individual so th- that individual experience of, of 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 work and it's been very focused on the individual and the organization what can the organization do for me and what can I do for the organization and it's been and, and that relationship and that that um dynamic has sort of been how over the last number of years um you know certainly pre-covid is how we've operated um and I think what we've seen in the last number of years is 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 in a shift in in as i as i as i touch on this idea of okay my the experience i have at work it needs to be about more than the individual i think what we've seen is the emergence of a number of trends that are now organizations acknowledging that belonging is the number one driver of employee engagement right now um, so how do you create belonging? You can't create belonging in isolation. You need to create belonging by 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 opening yourself up to um, the broader organization. And and the most natural place for us for that is within the team. And how well do we sort of know our team? How well do we actually understand what motivates them, what drives them? So I, I think um, 
acknowledging that we're all probably a little bit different post post the pandemic and we're, we maybe all want different things it only drives that need to acknowledge that we need to to start thinking about the organization and the team and developing conversations um and habits that enable um me to have a really positive experience but it, but it's going to be a shared experience and i think that's really what we what we missed in 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 the pandemic um what we now yearn for and desire is this sense of belonging and to have shared experiences at work and to get to know each other even if i'm not necessarily going to be in the office every day that's okay we're not necessarily saying that we can have experiences and this idea of feeling i can feel seen you know the idea of me coming to the office and and just being being seen is great but what what about me feeling seen what about people asking me questions about how i am feeling today and what could be better about that so i think acknowledging that we don't we don't want to live we, we don't ultimately we want to live we want to be part of a team and i think the organization acknowledging the power of a team and the last piece is the manager the leader the person that really is you know there's a, there's some crazy stats out there john that you know my the, the the connection i have to the culture of the organization two-thirds of that is made up of my my experiences with my manager so that's enormous and and, and, the, and the manager has the same impact in terms of my sense of happiness as my partner or spouse so when, when you think about the importance to of a manager has to my my feelings of positivity in the work environment we ultimately believe that you know a, a very important subset of the team is the manager or the leader, and he is a he or she uh, or is an is an individual that is is underserved in the current work environment and needs more support because they're being asked to to manage differently, they're being asked to lead differently, and um, yeah, so I think there's a there's a number of nuances to this team experience, but certainly it's a trend we've seen increasingly. Um, get I suppose interest and spark really good conversations amongst organizations because you're you're right the employee experience thing has been around for a while I get it but but what's different and what's new and I think team experience is a, is an interesting dynamic and an interesting conversation yeah absolutely and they're both important right and and you mm. you highlighted you know that when you have a really great team experience that tends to enhance the employee experience doesn't it um yeah. So totally, yeah, but it, the but point it's about is looking, looking, looking at that, isn't it? It's about acknowledging that maybe yes. that wasn't. Are we? Are we we need to almost have a to, again to be intentionally thinking not only yes. about the employee experience, but what's the team experience like, and that just creates, as you say, a, an onus on the leader or the manager to do a little bit more. It presents the the need to create opportunities for conversations to happen among that team and to kind of intentionally okay how are we going to talk about this as a team and i yeah. think that's the difference you know i think there's just it's just a an acknowledgement that you know i think we've just maybe been you know i think it's a it's a gap that organizations have right now in terms of how they look at employee experience um because the, the team is key and as you say we all have experiences of working within teams and um it, there's just opportunities there to create belonging. There's opportunities there to create a real sense of camaraderie and ultimately drive the type of performance that organizations are, are looking for, in particular for lots of organizations that are probably trying to do a little bit more, maybe with a little bit less, you know, in the current environment. So it's more important than ever. And you've started to talk about it a little bit, but maybe we can drill down a little bit more and talk about 
whose responsibility it is to create this team experience. Now, certainly a team leader, a coach in a sports setting or a conductor in a musical setting, a team yeah. leader in a business setting, you know, a manager, a leader, they, they have a huge responsibility in creating that kind of um, inclusive culture of belonging and having a really great team dynamic. Um, but let's talk a little bit more about that. And what are some of the specific things that, that leaders and managers need to be doing? And then what's like my role as an individual member of the team, what's my role and responsibility in trying to really enhance that team experience? Yeah, no, I, I think, yes. And I know we, we've probably touched on it a little bit, but, um, for, for in our experience, as I say, there's lots of interesting data points around, you know, the, the leader, the manager, his importance or not their importance for, for, for developing, um, you know, his or her, you know, the development of the actions and that pro positivity and proactivity around that. So I think for, for, for a manager, um, they need to probably start with, with, with acknowledging how are we going to start checking in with our team? And, and I think this is probably a great kind of conversation around how the pep talk product enables managers in particular and the, and the team to start having a better conversation. So within, within our product, um, John, the, the main focus is around starting every month by checking in. So again, helping people feel seen, helping people, you know, how, how are we feeling about the month ahead? Are we energized? Are we anxious? Are we a bit in the middle? And, 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 and then if there's areas that we need to get better on, what are they? And, and, and it could be workload. It could be connection, teamwork, purpose. And just having that data, that's the start for a really interesting conversation. And you're right. You know, the leader is there to, to, to kind of, set that tone but the beauty of what we're saying is that's not a conversation for the manager to have in isolation that's a conversation for the team to have to say okay here's some interesting insights about how we're feeling as a team so it's not about it's really about the team you know the it, it, this is the individual is part of that but for pep talk it's about looking at the trends and the emerging areas of focus amongst the team you know what's the most what if there was one thing that this team could get better at for the next four weeks, what would it be? And then how does pep talk begin? So our, so our software then begins to understand the team and begins to suggest some interventions and some areas for that team to focus on. So really it's this idea of a collective checking in to kind of see how we're feeling and then, okay, what are we going to do about it? And I think that's where the pep talk solution is quite different to a survey tool, which tends to give lots of data, but maybe not a lot of, okay, well, what are we going to do about it? And it tends not to tool up managers who are so important in the, the actual cultural change that we ultimately may need to do here. So I think the beauty of, of what we're trying to do here, it's, 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 it's manager enabled, but really team ownership is important here. So each member of that team can ultimately lead out on, on contributing towards solving the problem. And I think, that's really, you know, you want to build trust, you want to create camaraderie. That's the way, the simple act of, of participation and contribution, you know, almost at that point, Pep Talk has enabled that piece to, you know, then it's, we're, we're really just enabling something to happen. And every organization, obviously their data sets are going to be different. Their conversations are going to be different. And the action off the back is going to be different, but you're just enabling um information to come to the surface 
to to exactly that to create the owner ownership on 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 the collective ownership of of trying to solve these issues and acknowledge the importance of them to to get where we're trying to get to because a lot of organizations will just run from month to month without really acknowledging what might be happening on the ground and i think that's the beauty it is it's quite Quite on, you know, it's it's like you you develop this rhythm. So you have this monthly rhythm of checking in and inter, you know, and evolving and taking action. And each month, you begin to look at different areas, and that's really culture and action. You know, that's what it is. It's just taking doing positive things every month to support the type of culture we're trying to build. Um, so that really is team experience in action for me, John. It's 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 it can be very simple yet very very powerful. Yeah, I love it. And that shared responsibility piece, everyone is a contributor to that team experience. And again, anyone yeah. who's been part of a really great team, you know this. Um, every yeah. every single person plays a really integral role in making sure that that uh, experience stays positive, though certainly the coach, the conductor, the the team lead, the, the manager, the leader, uh, they certainly create the context they create the environment and they also you know have a little bit of position power to hold people accountable <laughs> hopefully within yeah. the team they're holding each other mutually accountable as well but the more you you share that responsibility uh, i think the better it, it the more high performing teams you'll experience and and ultimately you'll just have a better experience you'll 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 uh, enjoy each other so not just perform well but like actually enjoy being with each other you'll develop meaningful yeah. relationships with each other you'll do cool stuff together and all of that is really what we we want to achieve yeah well, and we we've oh, got great examples of of companies and i just think one more recently that just they 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 they'd been working there was a, a shift to a night shift sorry working working differently let's just say their work environment had changed and there was a concern around just levels of morale and the, the concern that really this change wasn't quite landing the way they hoped it would. And the beauty of what we were able to do was 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 quickly, you know, not wait for the annual survey. It was like we quickly yeah. got under the, the hood of that. And and within weeks we'd understood, you know, burnout was 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 becoming an issue. It, it was surfacing in, in our in our check-in analysis over a three-month period. And we were quickly then able to kind of tool up the managers and the leaders to get in and have positive conversations with that and and, and the, the issue began to subside. So it's only a small example, but it's this idea of, of as you say there, that really is what will inhibit your ability to change your organization or inhibit you know, the sales quota number that you're looking to target at the end of the month. It, it may be about getting getting your salespeople better at selling, but it's also about acknowledging that these are human beings and we need to think about what other things may be inhibiting them from being the best version of themselves. And I think that's really that idea of holistic performance is about is is about that. It's about the team. It's about acknowledging and as you say, collectively support each other on the journey towards whatever the goal is at the end of the quarter, at the end of the year. Um you know that that that's a really exciting area for us. So I think that represents the future how how organizations yeah. are going to build teams and get performance. You know, we we can't hammering people over the head say work harder, work harder. It's about yeah. working smarter and acknowledging what drives performance. It's it's the stuff we're talking about: trust, camaraderie, connection. Yeah. I could go on for ages. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, this is yeah. such a fun topic. James, this has really been a pleasure. I know at the time I need to let you go here in just a minute. But before we wrap things up for today, I wanted to give you a chance to share with the audience how they can connect with you, find out more about your work, your team, where they can find out more about Pep Talk, and then give us a final word on the topic for today. 
Yeah, great. So, John, I suppose, as I say, my name is James Brogan. You can find me on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm the co-founder and CEO, www.peptalk.com for, for any more details on, on our company. We'd love to kind of hopefully get some people interested in, you know, we, we'll run product demos. We'll we'll get you to sign up to some of our webinars that are coming up over the next number of weeks and months. I promise our webinars are engaging. They're interesting. We're really getting into depth on this product um, and this opportunity. And yeah, listen, in, in, in summary, um, I think um, what we're trying to do in the world of work is, is really different. And I think the need for organizations to think differently about how they engage, energize, and ultimately um, define performance for the new world of work is, is shifting. And, you know, we're representative of the type of organization, you know, the type of organizations we are working with across, but, you know, the deskless environment in terms of construction, engineering, pharma, all the way across into tech as well. So uh, th- th- this is happening. This shift is happening. And we'd love to talk to some companies that are interested in in, in learning more. So again, congratulations on, on the on the podcast. It's great to have an opportunity to be here. Um, and yeah, thank you again for the opportunity. Thank you so much, James. It has truly been a pleasure. I encourage the audience to reach out, get connected, find out more about what James and his team can do for you at Pep Talk. And as always, I hope everyone can stay healthy and safe, that you can find meaning and purpose at work each and every day. And I hope you all have a great week. Do you enjoy the Human Capital Innovations Podcast? Enjoy ad-free listening by going to the Patreon page. And please consider contributing even at the producer or sponsorship level. And please leave a review. Thank you for your support. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of the Human Capital Innovations Podcast. I hope you stay healthy and safe and that you have a great week.